Welcome everybody to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. Today I am here with Aiden. I am Matt. Um, if you haven't checked out our channel before, we're all 49ers. Um, today we're going to be talking about Jason Ferret, uh, Richard Sherman, Kwaski Tart, Emmanuel Mosley, Akella Witherspoon, Kwan Williams. There's there's a lot of free agents in the secondary, but we're going to be kind of going over the secondary today. Then tomorrow we're going to have a video out about Carl Lawson, and then the next day we're going to have a video about Jimmy G, and then we'll have two other videos out on Thursday and Friday. But if you haven't if you haven't subscribed, make sure to do that. But we're all 49ers here, so. Let's get into it. Jason Verrett, let's start out with him because he just got it just got reported that he is hitting free agency, which I think everyone was expecting. He had, I would say, his career year just because he, I mean he was really good early on in his career, but this is the first time where he could kind of get paid. Um, and we've seen him just have injury after injury in his career, but this past season, he was he was phenomenal. I think I saw like, like a poll out the other day, or maybe it was today about who was better 2019 Richard Sherman or 2020 Jason Verrett. And a lot of people thought Jason Verrett. Now I don't think that I think 2019 Sherman was cause he was an absolute stud, but Jason or yeah, Jason Verrett last year was really good. You got to see the defense kind of mold a little bit when it was him and Akello back there because they could run so much man. And we saw Verrett ball out against Hopkins. We saw him take number ones. You saw the instincts. I believe it was in, was it the Eagles game? No, I think it was the Rams game where he gets the pick in the end zone. We also saw him just make play after play. So Jason Verrett, Aiden, do you want them to bring him back? I think in a in a perfect world where we have unlimited money, love to bring a guy like that back. Great story, even even better player. I think we're it was it was reported. I think we're at twenty eight million in in cap space as of this moment, which sounds nice until you realize that. 20 to 25 of it is going to go to Trent Williams. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I think that's priority number one. Looks like Verrett could be on the way out. Obviously, we we need to see how the D Ford, Weston Richburg, even Jimmy Garoppolo's situations pan out. He's a guy I'd like to bring back, but all those guys that that you mentioned earlier, a lot of lot of free agents in the defensive backfield for the Niners this offseason. And it might boil down to a, a two for one where Verrett might be the more talented guy, but you bring in two B's um, and let the A walk. Um, I know Grant Cohn is a proponent of that on the offensive line. Um, so definitely an, an idea to keep in, in the back of your mind for uh, the, the defensive backfield, but great player would love to see him back. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where it's just tough to determine, is this a guy that they're going to be able to pay? And you hope that they will. You hope that they can get him back on some sort of incentive-based deal. But it's a little it's a little questionable if that's going to be possible. Um, I'll just go through a couple other guys. Richard Sherman, Jaquaski Tart, those two guys, I believe, are gone. I Aiden, I think I think everyone believes they're gone. Um, and then you look at Emmanuel Mosley. He's a restricted free agent. He'll be back probably about a million or two million dollars. Not not anything really expensive. I I think that we should expect him to be back. Um, but then there's Akella Witherspoon, Kwan Williams, and Verrett. I think those are the three guys that are really up in the air. Um, I could see a scenario where all three of them leave. I could see a scenario where two of them stay. Um, but out of those three guys, who would you? How would you rank them? In who the 49ers want to bring back? Uh, I think you 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 rank them by how good they are. Um, I think obviously Verrett is the best of the three, and then Kwan, and then sadly Akello. Um, I think Akello is almost 100% gone. 
I would be shocked if he doesn't end up with, with the Jets or the Cowboys or something like that. Um, again, we need bodies in, in the DB room. But like I was telling Matt before we, we started recording, I think Akello has, has played his last game for the Niners. But yeah, I would say I think it's going to boil down to do you keep Mosley and Kwan or or do you keep Verrett? If you're going to do – if you're going to pay Trent Williams – I don't think you can pay Verrett, uh, just given the money situation. D Ford might not be able to cut with that injury injury guarantee, so that'll be interesting. But I think obviously the Niners would like to bring back Verrett. I think he's a great player, um, and he makes our our defense better, especially with Demico Ryan's taking the reins as a first time DC. You want as many good players back there. Uh, but obviously, we need to see logistics, and if Parag is able to make it work. I guess we'll see. Yeah, so so you're all for bringing Verrett back. It's more about, like, is it possible? Mm-hmm. And we, I think it was the first day of the offseason, I want to say, Verrett came out and basically said, like, hey, I would like to re-sign in San Francisco. They helped me out. You know, they stuck with me throughout my injury history and stuff. So I think he has a, like, he's very interested in coming back to San Francisco. But how much can they really pay him? That's the big question. Maybe we see something where some of the other players have deals restructured. I remember, I think it was also like right at the beginning of the year, someone suggested that George Kittle might take a, like a, like not a significant pay cut, but a small pay cut. I think we might see some of the bigger guys do that. And that's where it gets really interesting because it's like, okay, who's going to be taking these pay cuts? How much is it? Are they able to keep guys like Jason Brett? Because I think the 49ers want to keep him. I think it's a need. And we talked we talked about it right before we came on. You want to build up the defensive line, but I don't think you just want rookies playing rookie corners out there. Like that's not ideal. We've seen that with many teams. We saw that last season with the Minnesota Vikings, and they had a lot of injuries and stuff. But early on in the year, when they had their defense back, they were struggling because every all their corners are getting picked on. And Jeff Gladney didn't even start at the beginning of the year, and he was their first round guy. So you don't want to have just guys sitting back there. I don't think it's terrible and as a starter and you have either Verrett or Akello next to him. I don't think that's horrible. I think that it's okay if you have Jason Verrett or an Akello Witherspoon on one side and then Emmanuel Mosley on the other side. And then at nickel, I don't really know what they're going to do at nickel. There's a lot of different ways. But the good thing about getting a nickel corner is usually they're pretty cheap. Now, if you want a top-end cornerback, an outside corner, that costs you a pretty penny. And so – Say Jason, what what do you think Jason Vrett is gonna get? I think I'm thinking ten to twelve million. Not obviously not all of it guaranteed, but I'm thinking maybe one or two years of about that much money. That's what I was about to ask you. Um, he's thirty with the injury history that that you just mentioned. Only five nine. I think mm, I personally would struggle to pay him ten million dollars a year. I would say the 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 range that I'm comfortable in is seven to eight. He I think he did mention a little bit of a hometown discount, which we might have to take advantage of. But yeah, no, and that's weird that a player would would mention that too. <laughs> yeah, obviously, his agent's like, bro, do not say that. <laughs> but he's saying that before the Jets swoop in and offer him twelve for two years because they have the money. They have like ninety million in cap space. Why would they not? Especially when they're trying to be competitive. So seven to eight, love to bring him back. 
even if it's two years, 20 million, uh, maybe 15 of it, 12 of it guaranteed. Um, I'm, I'm still in, obviously we're not the ones making the, the decisions. We're kind of just looking at it from an outside perspective. Again, love to have him back for the right price, but that's, that's really the, the, the sticker right there. What, what is the right price and what are other teams going to offer? Because there's can't, can't have enough outside corners who can cover number one guys. And Verrett showed that last year. So do you think Verrett is clearly a priority over K1 Williams? I do. I would say he's a better player. Yes, E-Man, it depends on the price. D- depends on the price, and I'd rather have Eman outside than in the nickel. I if if I was John Lynch and if I was Kyle Shanahan, I'd be bringing back Eman and Kwan um, and letting Verrett walk, assuming that it's ten million or something like that. Given that we just need bodies in there, like everyone was a free agent, I'm not starting Tim Harris if I don't have to. Uh, no, no disrespect to. to Tim Harris, but if Brian Allen is getting in before you, I don't, I don't, I don't want you on the field. Maybe he'll make me regret those words. Rooting for him. Um, yeah, hopefully he does. That's what, that's what we want. I am, I am hoping to get proven wrong. But after number forty-eight, Brian Allen came in against the Miami Dolphins, and one of my roommates is a Dolphins fan, and I had to sit there and watch that for the first quarter and a half. It was a little bit demoralizing. So I, I a, think that was just ugly. As the Jim Tom Sula Chip Kelly 49ers yeah. right there, that specific game. It was bullying. Game. It was bullying, it was bullying <laughs> on a guy who had not played NFL football in like three years. Um, I, th- I know Tim Harris has struggled w- with some injuries too, but just to make a roundabout point, I would bring back Eman and K1. Um, but obviously, if Ferret won 78 million, that's a win. I'm bringing him back. Uh, but yeah, what do you think, Matt? I like Akello a lot. I like. K1 a lot. I like Pharrell a lot. Those are guys I think are the ones you want to keep. However, I think K1, I'm a little bit opposite of you. You were saying that you think Akello's pretty much gone. I think K1 Williams is almost 100% going to the Jets. I don't know if you know this. He grew up like 10 minutes away from their stadium. He grew up in Jersey. So he, and also who's the guy that really has like vouched for him his whole career? Robert Sala. That's why I think, I think he's gone. And so I think it's almost like, all right, who do we bring back? We're, ha- we're going to have E-Man back. Do we bring back Jason Verrett or Akella Witherspoon? Obviously, Verrett's going to cost a little bit more. I mean, ideally, you bring them both back. That would be awesome. If you could bring them both back and have E-Man in the slot, I think that's sick. I think that's awesome. But I say you go Verrett first. If you have to pay a little bit more to Verrett and you can make it work, then you make it work, and that's how you roll back your secondary. All right, so let's move on to the next segment in this episode. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, we had an episode yesterday about the secondary, about Jason Verrett, Akella Witherspoon, Emmanuel Mosley, all those guys who we want back, who we don't think is going to come back. Uh, but at, but if you're listening on podcast, you obviously just heard that. And now we're going to be talking about a guy that I absolutely love. I think he is the best outside free agent the 49ers can acquire. And that guy is Carl Lawson. I mentioned him to Aiden a little bit before the show. I know you did some homework on him. Aiden's all in as well, so we're pretty big fans of Carl Lawson here. Um, and Carl Lawson, fourth-round pick, got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. He's really fast, 4-6, 40-yard dash. He's, he's kind of a speed rusher, though he's not limited to just being a speed rusher. Um, also, I don't know if you saw this, Aiden. The dude had 35 reps of 225 on the bench, which is 98 percentile for edge players, and he's a spe- like mostly a speed guy. 
Yeah, so, that's pretty impressive. Superb athlete. Um, then he came in as a rookie. He had eight and a half sacks. 2020, you look at his numbers, you go, oh, he only had five and a half sacks. You know, he's just like an average player, whatever. No, no, no. 64 pressures. And you said he was like number one in hits or knocks, knockdowns. What was it? He led, he, he led the NFL in, in both quarterback hits and knockdowns. And he was third in pressures behind, I think it was Aaron Donald and, and Ogba for the Dolphins. Um, and as, as we saw last year, Bosa was fantastic getting pressures. And, I mean, they'll just pressure the quarterback right into each other's arms. Um, that's what we were really missing this year with Hyder. Um, Hyder was really good, but I think he played himself into some money. Uh, he's he's 29. Why not go for a younger, more more athletic, stronger, I guess, uh, version uh, for a little bit more? And if, again, the numbers have to work, um, but he's a guy that I really, really like. And I, I would agree with Matt. He's, he's my favorite non 49er free agent. Yeah. So you, you look at kind of how the 49ers team is built right now. I think on defense, we, we just talked about the secondary. There's some major, major, major question marks there. However, I think that you can kind of, I think it's easier to find average players that can, that you can work with within your defense at corner at safety, you know, at those positions if you just have average guys on defensive line, it's tough to make your defense really work. It's tough. It's tough to have a flourishing defense. Um, we saw that last year with the 49ers. I mean, we see, we see some of these, this stud linebackers. We see Fred Warner have an amazing career year, but there's not the pressure and you play against a team like the bills and the bills game was the one that really said it all to me. It was like, okay, these guys, they're not going to be that good. Like you're missing both. that's the one that was like so bad. Where it's just like, okay, this, this is too tough. And there's not going to be a D Ford next year. The Forrest Buckner is gone. So you don't have that star power on the defensive line that you did in 2019 with one of the best pass passing defenses ever. I don't know if you know that, Aiden, but it is like one of the best ever. And they did that because every single play, the quarterback knows that one of those guys is going to be in the backfield. If you can get Carl Lawson opposite Nick Bosa, I think that you can maybe not quite return to that form because you don't have DeForest Buckner, but say Javon Kinlaw takes a step up, say Eric Armstead kind of gets to play a better role, like a, a role that's more suited for him because I'm still a believer in Eric Armstead. I know he had a down year, but he's a guy that needs help around him, and then that's where he really dominates. If you have those two guys playing well, you have a healthy Nick Bosa, and you put in Carl Lawson on the other side, that is absolutely terrifying. I think that brings them back to to be one of those defensive lines that you know up there with the Steelers, up there with all these marquee pass rushers, and that's what the 49ers defense wants to do. That's what they're trying to build. They're trying to build that group up front. You have to pay those guys. The D Ford trade and sign, it may go down as one of the worst deals that the 49ers ever make in their franchise history. Like if you really look at it, they traded a second round pick for a guy that played like 10 games and then had a career ending injury and they paid him like 80 million bucks. And I know they're not going to pay him all the money. Obviously it gets cut, but that was a, that was a big swing and a miss. You got to take another swing. If you're going to be a, teams that win in the NFL, go after guys that are undervalued by other teams. The fact that the Bengals are letting Carl, or if they do let Carl Lawson walk, if they're not able to resign them, because it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. That's the Bengals being the Bengals right there. It really is. Why do you not why do you not keep this guy? He's their best player on their defensive line. They have a ton of money. 
They don't have really any other players. They have Geno Atkins. They just traded Carlos Dunlap. Like they're a mess. This is the guy. This is the guy that they should be building around. Maybe not building around, but they should have him there. They should pair him with another edge. If they're going to let him walk, capitalize on that. Bring him here. Have him play that D Ford role. I think that he can even he can play in better like more rundowns. I don't think he. Mm-hmm. I think D Ford was a little bit more limited. Now D Ford, one of the best when he was healthy, one of the best pure speed guys in the league, if not the best. But Carl Lawson is up there, and best I think Carl Lawson's a little. I've ever seen is D Ford. Yeah, no, but I I think that he can play that that D Ford Ford role. We see the Niners in you know third and five plus. We're gonna see him out there wide nine. He's gonna be ready to go. And if you have him one-on-one with the tackle, I don't know if you've ever seen some of these Carl Lawson reps one-on-one with the tackle. There's one against the Cowboys where he like throws a guy on the ground and then just pops a quarterback. <laughs> I think, and I think it was when they had Andy Dalton back there, but he he's special, man. He is really, really special. And I just can't believe that he's going to be a free agent. And he's not even getting, it's not like he's making $20 million a year. He's not making Shaq Barrett money. I, I love it. I love it. So I'll let you get into a little bit. I, I kind of rambled there for a second. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm all in. Um, I think he would be a great addition. The key to the 49ers defense is getting pressure with four and dropping the other seven back in a, back in a coverage. And if you think about a D line with Nick Bosa, Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, and Carl Lawson, those are guys who are going to win one-on-one matchups very consistently and if I'm Carl Lawson, I'm looking at, at that defensive line and, and I'm like, they're going to pay me close to or exactly what I want. And I'm going to be able to feast alongside three other guys who are really good. And I'm going to get more than five and a half sacks. I think D Ford in the like 10 games that he played had six or seven sacks. And that's a direct correlation of um, playing alongside Nick Bosa, who will pressure the quarterback right into your arms. I think Nick Bosa should be getting on the phone right now saying, Carl, I know that you have all these offers, but you need to be coming to San Francisco. We can do something special. And obviously Matt also wants you here. So you yeah, that's the that's the, the big seller right there, right? That's what I'm saying. So I love it. Uh, I think you you touched on every point. He's he's really a guy that's being I think undervalued. I think he's every bit as talented as Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett has 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 the sack numbers, and we saw what he did in in the Super Bowl. But I think Carl Lawson's a really really good player. Who, if we can get him on three for thirty two, I think you said, love it, absolutely love it. Lock up the D line a little bit because I think that mean the D line is locked up for the next three years, right? I mean, like yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I think. Th- yeah, that, that, you have four guys there for the next mm-hmm. three years, and that's really right. exciting. And they can grow together, all relatively young. Um, I think Armstead would be the oldest, and what is he, 27, 28? Mm-hmm. I actually – I love I love that you bring up Shaq Barrett because if you remember, he was on the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Also, just for everyone listening, my roommate's a Broncos fan, and also one of my other really good friends is a Broncos fan. So I always hear a ton of, about these Broncos guys. They love Shaq Barrett. They, had, they were like, why would we let this guy walk? This makes no sense. He's a stud. He's going to be really good. You see, I mean, he hasn't really made that much money. I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Now, this offseason, he's about to get broken off. But some of these guys take a while to develop. Look at, and this is quarterback, but look at Josh Allen. People wrote him off after his rookie year, and he's a stud. So, and, But this happens with pass rushers. And so I had a couple deals in mind. One of them was three for 32. Um, another one was four for 50. I don't know. Okay, if I'm Carl Lawson and I'm Carl Lawson's agent, I don't really want to sign that. 
And I know people, some people are probably like, damn, that's a lot of money. Four years, 50 million for a guy that had five and a half sacks. Yeah, but he's going to do better. That's the thing. He's going to do better. I think the best, okay, I think the best move that the Niners, not the Niners, the best move that Carl Lawson can make is sign a one-year $10 million deal with the 49ers, fully guaranteed or whatever it is. And the Niners, we've talked about it all episode, but they got to make the cap work. You know, that's the the hard part about all these deals. If you sign a one-year $10 million with the 49ers, there is no reason to believe that you won't have 10 sack, ten plus sacks this next season. Um, another stat I haven't brought up yet in this episode, he was seventh in the NFL in a stat called sacks created. So basically what it is, is he's the first guy getting there, but a lot of times he's not credited with the sack, you know, because he steps up in another guy's arms. I'm sure that Nick Bosa was also way up there in 2019 for that stat. But I think that stat's really important because it resembles the guy that the Niners need. They need a guy that can get there first. Because if he if someone gets there first, like right off the bat, you don't really necessarily need to make that sack. You don't need to make that tackle. Because the second wave, the third wave, those guys are coming. Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead, they almost command Eric Armstead, I think he commands a double team more than like every other player, but like like five. Like he's top ten in getting double teamed every single year. And he has been like that for for many seasons, even in 2019 when you had Buck next to him. Um so I think like that kind of stat, that kind of mold of a player is what they're looking for. And Carl Lawson is the best bang for your buck in this deal by by a mile, I think. I really think so. I'm I'm all in. I want me some Carl Lawson on the defensive line. Um, this is this is probably one of this is the guy I am most excited for out of this whole offseason besides Trey Lance. And I mean, I know you're not as high on me on Trey Lance, and we won't get him to, into him today, but Carl Lawson is my defensive guy. That's the guy I want them to go after. Carl Lawson to the moon. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. If you guys are listening on YouTube, uh, make sure to sub, make sure to like, make sure to come back tomorrow. We will be talking about, so this is on Tuesday. Yeah. We'll be talking about Jimmy G on Wednesday. Um, we'll be talking about maybe some offensive line guys doing some Sam Darnold stuff, but we'll, we're going to be having a lot of content out these next couple weeks. If you listen on podcasts, we're going to wrap it up right here. Make sure to subscribe, do all that stuff, uh, like review all that. So, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later.